0: Welcome back, you hollow table hobos. The cantina is open. Drinks are not on the house. Sorry. You bring your own shit. That's just the way it is. I uh, once again I'm your host, old man Logan 76. The immortal one is running late. He had some family shit to attend to, parent-teacher conferences. Thank God my children are all older. I don't have to deal with that shit anymore. So, he's he will be with us directly. I am very pleased and honored to announce the next guest in the cantina you may have heard of him if not you need to crawl out from underneath your rock when it comes to this game um the man knows his shit he really does he is a top top player in GAC and I am pleased to announce solo base 15 thank you very much sir how are you
1: I'm good I'm good thank you for having me here
0: no thank you for coming on this is uh this is a pleasure absolutely so um for those of you again who don't know who may be living under a rock um solo tell us a little about yourself your uh your gp um whatever um yeah pimp your shows pimp your shit, do your stuff man
1: all right um so i guess account wise uh i'm very excited that when profundity comes out i will cross the 10 million uh gp threshold i think i'm at like 9.95 right now so the the ship will cross cross the line for me um i am part of the gambit podcast we do our podcasts on monday nights and release on tuesday we do the friday night is fight night on the gambit podcast twitch page where we we try and bring we're actually going to change it a little bit hopefully now we're gonna um Bring a couple more people on with us and make it a little more. While we play, we're not going to force them to play anymore. We're just going to make it a little more chatty to make it hopefully a little more entertaining, and it puts less pressure on them. Okay. Um, All right. Because if you're not practiced of playing while streaming, it's it's very difficult, um and we don't we don't want to do that to our guests. So. That's Friday nights then Wednesdays and Sundays I'm on my own personal twitch page which is just solo base 15
0: All right outstanding um yeah I haven't uh, I haven't gotten to the to the live live stream actually playing thing I don't I'm still I'm kind of in the midst of debate I'm not sure if that's if that's <laughs> an arena I want to get into I'm for right now I'm kind of good at. Having a weekly show where you know people of, of different GPs can come in and listen to Kane and I and whatever guest we have talk about the game, and that's that's we might expand, but that, that's I think that's where we're at at the moment. Um, what that,
1: uh, no, go we no, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just gonna say that's how we started. I mean, the podcast started before the streaming started, and then I think the podcast we're very quickly approaching year three and we've only been streaming for two years so it was a uh, very much a get comfortable and then then do it type of thing
0: yeah what uh, what got you into uh content creation
1: oh god um so way back in the day i mean way back uh Zareth and i were officers in a guild i was technically the leader he was the he ran the tw and so we started making videos for uh, the guys in the guild because we were doing really well in TW despite our GP at the time. It was literally when TW started. So we're talking about like a guild GP of like 60 million. Um, oh,
0: yeah. Okay. Yeah,
1: it's, it's when Bosk and KRU on defense was a nightmare. Oh, yeah. Um, and so we started making videos for that, and then it just kind of just kind of snowballed from there outstanding
0: well i mean again you guys i mean between you and Zareth, i mean that's that's just a well of information for anybody that wants to improve i would think almost any aspect of the game Uh, especially on the gambit podcast i mean for instance i think one of your episodes you had talked about how you split up your star killer team and i remember I'm, i'm i'm driving to work and i'm listening to it and i'm like son of a bitch that's (laughs) <laughs> That's an interesting idea and I tried it. And I put I put palp, mara and uh BSF on defense and then my opponent hit me and I got a hold and I just remember looking at it going son of a bitch it worked.
1: <laughs> yeah, I mean it's so it, it's funny because when back in the day a content creator that will go unnamed told people to split up their dr teams in 3v3 and they told them to do Palp, bsf malik and darth revan marauder and hk which was a horrible idea because you could beat both teams with had Knight revan yeah and so um it's funny that now i'm telling people to do that with star killer but it's because darth vader with star killer is just destruction right um Darth Vader goes into his Merciless Oh my god just basically yeah. three people Starkiller assists and the team is gone um, So this is This is a different type of splitting it up But it makes me laugh every time Because we railed against splitting up the Darth Revan trio For years um, And now here I am splitting up Because EP Mara Starkiller is, is by far like the best You know version of it But it's it's worth it it is worth it. Well,
0: I, I liked what you said. How some, uh, you know, your opponent may look at that and go, "Oh, Star Killer's not there. I could go in here with maybe a B B-squat. No, no, no. Oh, no, you cannot. No, you cannot. <laughs> like I, my, my Mara is not. You know, I mean, I've got, I've got her at 340 speed, which is approaching the sweet spot. But that, yeah, um, yeah you got to go in there. You got to have some teeth if you want to yeah, take that yeah. out.
1: And it's funny, I actually tested against that. Because a lot of the teams I place, I test against. I have a shark mate that'll swap out teams for me. And you think with that team, you can just take troopers in and roll them. Except for you can't. Um, yeah, well, I, that's a lie. You can, but you have to bring Stark instead of Piet. It's for him to apply the defense down for your dark trooper to then roll over people. And if you don't have Stark... Troopers just die. Like you kill one person, and then the other two just turn meter train you off the board. Oh,
0: ab- Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. I, c- I could totally see that happening. Um. So we're gonna go into the the next part here. Now I've, I've got a I've got a comment that's gonna lead into a question. Cause again, <laughs> I, I've listened to a lot of the Gambit podcasts, and you've you've said in several episodes, and I always chuckle whenever you said it. Cause I 100% fucking agreed with you um Datacron's hit and yes. Ray was pretty badass. Ray's <laughs> yes. was pretty nasty. And you'd said a couple times about for all of you poor souls out there that didn't want to get Ray cuz the movie sucked or didn't want to get Ray because you didn't want to put gear into Rose Tico. Well, now we've got Ben Swolo and How's, uh, yeah? That's a bold strategy, Cotton. Let's see how it plays out. Right. Uh, yeah. Yeah.
1: You, you think a lot of people are kicking themselves in the asses right now? Uh, I do. Because, so, there's always an excuse why not to go for Ray. The biggest one now. So, a year ago, everyone said, I'm not gearing up Rose. But now everybody knows that Ray is going to be good. And they're like, yeah, well, the requirements don't make sense to go after Ray right away. And... Uh, and so, but now every single one of those people, I guarantee you, has looked at the requirements and thought, huh, I wonder if I can get that. Because we're, we're going from uh, Super Ray with Datacrons to set three, the best Beskar Datacron is going to make Ray, or continue to make Ray Super Ray. Um, and then as soon as those expire, like that, that set expires. And then swallow enters the Rey team and makes her disgusting so we're gonna have nine straight months of just disgusting ray and so many people that made excuses for a reason not to get her um and they still they, they still fight well you should go for sith eternal before ray and we'll we'll see how they feel in what what is it like 10 weeks yeah we'll get swallow
0: it's and,
1: uh,
0: oh, man, it's, I read, you know, it was almost like the same thing when Malgus hit. I read Malgus's kit, and then I, ran, I read Swallow's kit, and I just went, good God. Like, what, what, oh, my God, what, holy shit. And it, it's like, pick your poison. Who are you going to, are you going to go after? And the only thing I could think of to actually deal with this team is you have to kill the supporting cast before you can even get to the two
1: yeah yeah and what's funny about that is so you know we have super sith eternal that's coming th- this set right oh yeah um and he would be perfect to take out this ray swolo team except for his set dies two weeks after swolo comes <laughs> <off>. <laughs> so it's like the ultimate irony of like the encounter yeah. counter this team is dead uh, two weeks after after the team comes out. Um yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a nightmare for people.
0: It is. I mean I, I always felt Ray was a really good um I mean yeah there were plenty of counters for her, but I always felt Ray was a good defensive team in GAC to begin with. And then like myself I had the, the Ray Datacron that amplified her damage through the roof and yeah throughout this past season, especially in threes I would get a couple holds. Some people, if they had the level nine Jedi Master Luke Ray, just got rolled over, and right. I was Which, like, "All right, well, you yeah. know, yeah." But I mean, and that that kind of, I mean, what, what do you what do you think of of Swolo's kit? Um, I mean, is that is that just? I mean, some people have I've heard some people say, "Well, that's OP. How are we going to deal with this?" And I, I mean. I know I had one one guest on. Uh, his name was um, uh, Pico Burrito, and yes. he, he had said something very interesting, which has always stuck with me, which is CG really pinned themselves into a corner with cat.
1: <laughs> I'm sure they cursed themselves because of cat.
0: Yeah, and now it's like every major tune that they want to come out with come out with there has to be something in their kit to deal with that.
1: <laughs> yes. Yeah, Yeah. And also, every tune that's come out since Cat has to compare to Cat. Yeah. Which is not is not an easy thing.
0: No, it's, it's not. Um, I mean, Cat's been out for a hot minute now, and she, she's still just absolutely disgusting.
1: <laughs> yes.
0: But we are now, once again, in the midst of another Conquest. And folks, I'm just going to say this is just coming from me. Man, I'm dealing with some conquest fatigue. Um, Malgus burned me out. I I went hard for Malgus. I grinded and farmed and didn't really spend um, gear or anything for three months. I put Malgus to Relic 9 right out of the gate. And I'm kind of kicking myself because those goddamn arrow amplifier whatever those things you need and I'm, my my ratus is stuck at at relic 8 and i'm like <laughs> i probably shouldn't have done that but uh eh, not much i can do about it now but what what about you solo are you dealing with any any conquest fatigue or has swolo kind of made you go ooh okay i'm 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 back in this
1: uh well so <laughs> It's, it's pretty well known that I hate Conquest. It's a stupid yep. game mode in my opinion, but so it's actually not Swallow that's doing it it's um it's the Datacrons that are driving me, right? Because I, I I get, I buzz through the first couple sectors like I'm, we're going to finish this podcast my daily reset's going to come like a half hour later and I'm going to finish Sector 5 tonight um, not, not all the feats, just, you know, like the first playthrough. Holy shit. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I hate, it because I, I, I need to get to data crown farming, so. Yeah. I'll finish Sector 5 today, and then that leaves me, what, 11 days of just hitting the treasure nodes. I will not do a feat that can't be done on the treasure node. Um, and that's, I, it's takes a i mean it's an hour a day and yeah when you start when you start farming the feats it's like go in hit auto next team up go in hit auto and so you're doing it for an hour but it's not like focus hard for an hour but man it it takes a lot it takes takes a lot it 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 does
0: it does like i'm i'm towards the ass end of sector two i kind of you know i i I try to blaze a path with my GLs, get to the treasure node, grind that for a little bit, move on to the next one, and then I, I try to worry about feats later. At least, you know, that's that's kind of how I do it.
1: Sure.
0: But um, the one thing I noticed about set three, and I wanted your, uh, your take on this, um, I don't feel with set three there's as much of a sense of urgency to try to collect as many level threes as you can.
1: Uh-huh. So it, it's yeah. I mean, it's not going to be. It's there is no twenty-five percent turn meter. Yeah. Uh, I think set three is going to surprise a lot of people, though. I, I think, I think there's going to be a lot that happens in set three that makes them go, "Oh, I, I wish we had set one back." <laughs> you know, because <laughs> um, there's there's a lot of interactions. What set three does a lot better than set 1 or set 2 did, is they synergize level 6 and level 3. Like, there there are ones that 100% are meant to go together, and when they go together, it's gonna be like, oh, crap! How do, how do I do this now? Um, and I th- I'm gonna enjoy watching all the reactions to the people that are like, I didn't think this set was good!
0: And that's that's what I've been hearing a lot. Is that a lot of people are like, "Well, there's no 25% TM, so your focus should be just getting three or four level nines, and that's it."
1: Yeah, and you absolutely should focus on those three or four level nines. Like, I completely agree with that. But and do not do not sleep on this set. That's uh, the people that sleep on this set are going to be very disappointed. At the end of the five v five season,
0: out of all the level nines, who who's who's the who's the automatic for you?
1: Oh man, um, it's it's got to be Sith Eternal, um, and here's the reason why my my Sith Eternal is going to go front bottom for the life of this set, um, and he's just going to steal six banners from you at the start of every fight Like no matter what, your opponent if C is on the, the defense is losing six banners and so there we go that or they're burning Supreme Leader Kylo and Watt because you're not going to be able to do that Watt uh, it's not going to be a, uh, a Supreme Leader Kylo soloable team and then you're not going to have Supreme Leader Kylo for what I'm hiding in the back which I'll be okay with that as well
0: that's, that, damn. That's um. That's true. That's actually, um. I was actually. I I think the one that I read that that made my eyeballs almost pop out of my head was uh. Bam. I just I, that that is just gonna absolutely just just delete teams. I just that I, I don't know how you're gonna how. I mean, you you can't hurt him. You can't stun him. You can't fear him. I mean I don't. I don't I don't see a way around that.
1: And now, because I'm placing him with Ray, um, 100%. Okay. Now, if you don't kill him in one shot, he's going to get damage immunity and trigger his bonus turn. Yep, yep. <laughs> so that's like a big F you right there. Oh, absolutely. He's going to be damage immune, he'll pass damage immunity to somebody else, and away you go.
2: Yeah. Kane! Sorry I'm late, you guys. Solo, very nice to meet you. Thank you for being on the cast. I'm sorry I jumped in interrupting you, bud.
0: No, no, you're good. You're good. In fact, I I wanted you to get in here because I kind of went through the First Order topics, but I wanted you to uh, tell Solo where you're at in the game and um, your philosophy on free-to-play, which I still kind (laughs) of grit my teeth at, and and, any questions you had for, for the man
2: uh actually yes so uh fir- first and foremost i am 46 i just hit level 46. Nice. Uh i have a full rebel squad i have a full phoenix squad uh i'm not too heavy on the dark side at the moment <laughs> i'm i'm still trying to get there still trying to get there uh i'm I've ran through Galactic War about twelve times now, using uh my Rebels and then using my Phoenixes. Yep. Uh, and then the free-to-play, uh, I'm sticking to it. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna buy anything.
0: Hyperdrive bundle. Uh, <laughs>
2: I'm not. I'm not paying a hundred dollars for a game. By all means, if if you want to buy it for me,
0: I'm still free to play because I didn't buy it. Christmas is coming, brother.
1: <laughs> I, like that. I like that theory right there. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah.
0: Um,
2: no, the the question that I have is: so, I'll, do I need to be saving these uh these galactic war like currency? Do I need to be saving it, or should I go ahead and start burning it to uh, start starring up my my squads?
1: Oh no, burn it, burn it, burn it. Okay. You're you're good to spend on that galactic war currency. So they've actually said that nothing will ever go in that that store again. So max out the store, max out what's in there, and that because there's some there's some good characters in. There are. In yeah. War.
0: No, there's uh, yeah, no, there's definitely some good tunes that are worth the the, the currency to you know, cuz you can especially with the currency, you'll you're you're going to be amazed how quickly you'll start starring up some tunes. It, it'll yeah. Yeah.
2: Now, it every is everybody in this game farmable? Uh almost
1: or, uh or, okay, yeah, Up, they to, will up to a certain point. Yeah, the 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 newest characters are not yet because so the best part about this game and everybody says the whales control it um which i mean we're up there don't get us wrong but this game is probably the most free-to-play friendly mobile game i've ever played there's no there's no okay let me buy this crystal and pray to god that the one percent drop chance drops this character i want every character becomes farmable at some point there there's like a set cadence which is nice um so the cadence it used to be marquee was dropped six weeks later they became soft whaleable which means they go into the store and packs and then six weeks later they become farmable on a node um lately cg has figured that's taking too long so now it's tuna's dropped if you want them first day you're spending you're spending some money uh Then he hits the store four weeks later and four weeks later after that you're you're good to go and you can get you can get that character so every character in the game you can get two months after release well it'll take you time to farm it but you can start farming two months after release
2: and then uh and then i had one i had one personal question for you bud uh I've, i've actually been uh i've tried to do a little bit of research and watch watch some of your shows I appreciate uh, it. so all all that all the hype that I've gotten from it is you are you are a badass GAC <laughs> player I try to be <laughs> uh, and I've I've noticed that that you like to mix it up like yeah. You you have you have you have your favorites but you do you do like to mix it up depending on what you're going against uh for, you know, new players like me, we're still doing squad arena bullshit. Uh <laughs> <laughs> how uh how would you how would you kind of coach me to build my squad? Uh mainly attackers? Do I outnumber in tanks? Uh support heals? What what would what would your advice to me be?
1: Uh so you need you need balance. Um I, I mean, the most important thing in the game is an auto taunting tank, right? It's do not do not hit my friend over there that's going to kill you. Come hit me. Um, so you really, you truly need the balance. It's it's not just you know everybody likes the attacker. Everybody likes the flashy number, you know the the big yellow number when they crit that says that they're killing the other character. But that that all means nothing if. If he's dead, <laughs> so that's you know um, I especially early on like you mentioned Phoenix and it, it's a running joke with Sarah about it because I I, I don't like the Phoenix. Game. <laughs> um, like, you, you hit a certain point in the game and they just become completely useless. But um, you, you know especially early on, my God, they're impossible to kill. But If you only gear up, like, two of them, they're (laughs) really easy to kill. So, uh, early on, if you just focus on, like, the teams that have a lot of synergy, like Phoenix, and Geos, and, you know, all the teams that work together as a team, those are the ways to go. Um, And then sprinkle sprinkle in, you know, whatever Legendary is coming out of that team. Like, we make fun of Ewoks all the time. Uh, because they're Ewoks. But man, at low levels, if you put some speed on Paplu... Um, oh,
0: yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: Because everybody, everybody... Nobody nobody reads kids. Uh, nobody reads his unique. Like, Paplu is... A, he's going to get you 3PO, which is, is such a simple support character that does so much. But B, so many people see Paplu and think, oh, he's a, he's a slow tank, and then the Ewoks just... Turn meter train them to death. So uh, my advice would be go go for those synergistic teams, those teams that really work together, because they they will get you. They'll get you further with less gear. Like if you just gear up, you know, certain teams that are random. Like oh here here's a good attacker with a tank and here's a support to make the attacker hit harder. It's great. That'll work. I have teams like that right now, but. Geos are the perfect example of they can be under geared, but because of how they work as a team, they they kind of hit up. Um, so that that's that's what I would say for the younger the younger accounts because you're you're still way too early to chase the GL. Um, so yeah. so I I would build up a couple of those synergistic teams because everybody I talk to at low ends of GAC geos are like the bane of their existence they can never kill the damn bugs um and it's because of the synergy they have on that team
0: speaking of uh kane not going for a gl yet he does have something he wants to go for out of the gate and i'm i'm curious what your take on this is going to be um he wants star killer that's his favorite star wars character of all time and is, is is that is that something you would recommend for someone just starting out to start looking that far ahead?
1: And let me think about that. So the requirements for Star Killer are kind of kind of easy. I say kind of easy because they require a lot of Chiro's. They require relic levels, but they're in they're easy to farm. Um, and. The problem is, can do you have what it takes to build the team around him? Like, you don't need Visa Smart. She's, she, she's when you get up to the top. But can you get, if you can put the cast around him of what is it? One Sith, one Jedi, one Lasufu, one Dasufu. If you can do that, man, that team will mess people. will mess people up if you get them early. But that's, that's the challenge, because his requirements are not his team. So you have to farm the four characters, but then also gear up gear up his team. And once you get that team,
0: good yeah. day,
1: sir. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it's basically a mini GL.
0: <laughs> yeah. I mean, you, 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 like you said, you need a dark, uh, dark unaligned force user, uh, light online. Un, yeah, it, it's it's, it's a lot. But, I mean, I think I did tell Kane at one point... The benefits of getting um, the the tunes that you need to relic for him, other than talent, in some respects, they're all pretty good.
1: Yeah, yeah, they. Uh, you will end up using every single every single requirement that he needs, which that's nice because not every big character does that. Like the GLs. Every GL has got that character that makes you go ugh. Um, yep. <laughs> Star Killer does not have
0: that. No, no, he doesn't. I mean, you know, he really and I mean, Mara Jade outstanding tune, Dash Rendar outstanding tune. I mean, it just it's the tunes you have to gear up and and farm for him. You're you're going to get use out of them. You you really yeah. will.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And I mean, you can find ways to make them all work. Plus, plus, um, Dash Rendar and Conquest is if you can get two zealous ambition discs. Which you're not, you're not at Conquest yet, obviously. But my God, he takes a turn and the other team disappears, which is very nice when you start start the awful Conquest grind.
0: Oh, yeah, I think I've mentioned a few things to Kane about Conquest. I'm still dealing with uh, some Conquest fatigue. (laughs) It's just, man, it's 13 days of, oh, shit, I got to do this again? But uh, I actually had uh, one more question for you, Solo, and I wanted to uh, see what you thought about this. So in preparation for Malgus, I went a little overboard, and (laughs) I put my Darth Revan to Relic 8, I put my Darth Malak to Relic 9 because it was the one part of Malgus' kit that just kept making me go, oh, shit, which was the 50% mastery. Yep. So I put them up all the high level. I mean, my Basilashan Fallen's at 7. My Marauder's at 7. My Talon is still only at 5. I don't feel like she really needs high Relic levels to do what I want her to do. But now that we have a week off and we're approaching 5 e 5 and seeing as how we have yet to see Malgus in the wild with four other members on his squad, what do you think is going to be the most ideal team lineup for a Relic 9 Malgus?
1: Um, I, I mean, it's going to be Darth Revan, Bastila, Malik, plus one. And that, that plus one is really the question. So mathematically... Talon makes a lot of sense on that team. Um, and, you know, there there are other people that have broken down the map that the Sith Empire bonuses and malgus kit that you lose, Talon makes up for with her unique. But uh, the question is when you have Sith Eternal, it is. Is your Sith Eternal gonna want Sith Marauder, who's not gonna do any damage there, when he's gonna do damage under Malgus, or is he gonna want Talon, that every time you hit Sith Eternal, you're, you're gonna get turn meter? Um,
0: yeah.
1: I kind of think you're at the end of the day you're gonna want Talon on Sith Eternal. Not to say that that Malgus team is best with Marauder, but when you're when you're splitting up two teams. Or you have two teams to sit. I think Talon, Talon's gonna want to go on Sith Eternal because everybody's gonna use a GL to start on Malgus. Like nobody, nobody's gonna no. sit there and say, "Let me try this weak team on Malgus right now." Um, so if you're already, if you're already burning a GL, why burn your Talon too? Uh, that's that's kind of my my view on it. And then week two. We'll we'll see what the dot GG history comes out and says, and then maybe we say okay, we need talent here, or maybe we just say yeah, let's let's leave Marauder there because if I'm getting you to use a GL on my on a non GL team, I think I'm I think I'm winning.
0: Absolutely. Now, have you gotten any? Have you seen any videos or gotten any data on whether or not? gas is actually countering Malgus to a, to, to solid numbers, or uh, I believe a video was circulating around where Mace Windu just cracked him over the head and ended his day.
1: So, the problem is we can't test Omicrons. Um, yeah. I have done a lot of testing against Malgus, but it's Malgus essentially in territory wars without any of the Omicrons.
0: Okay, uh, yeah.
1: I so i can tell you gas and uh jedi beat him in territory wars in in 5v5 in gac i am not trying i'm not trying gas i I'll, i can just leave it at that i'm just not trying it and i will let some other poor fool try gas and report back to me that was yeah, win.
0: you did say that in uh uh, one point, I think you had uh, you had Griden on, and you were like, "I'm leaving that to some other poor schlep that feels like trying that out," because I don't okay. even know if the the gas stun Datacron would. I mean, I it's just those Omicrons on Malgus are just dirty.
1: Yeah, I think so. There's the set two Datacron that I, I like a lot better for gas than the stun one. Like the stun one's great. Don't get me wrong, but. People have kind of figured out ways around it now. Um, okay. The, the set two that gives Jedi damage immunity. For Oof, defense.
0: yeah. Jesus.
1: <laughs> um, and I really like that one on gas. Uh, so uh, that I might be placing that with gas on defense. But if I took if I took him for offense and I was attacking Malgus, I would 100% use that datacron to try it. I just am not going to try it, quite frankly.
0: And and especially now, I think with, with Datacrons, um, I think GAC, GAC there's, there's now less room for error. I mean, because sometimes a loss, you know, can mean the match. And if you go in with the wrong team and your opponent clears you with all ones and you just so happen to drop one somewhere, it's... And it's just, that's not the area where you want to start. Well, you know, well, fuck it. We're going to try this. That's just, that's not going to fly.
1: Right. And that's, I mean, that is the biggest complaint that I can't test Omicron's in brand Aaron anywhere. Um, But to everybody saying, well, just activate all Omicron's in arena. No, that doesn't help anything. It just hurts. Um, So please... Please don't do that because testing uh, an EP Star Killer team with no Omicrons is the exact same as testing an EP Star Killer team with Mara, Star Killer, and Juhani all active at the same time. So yeah, we're just we're we are going to live life never being able to test Omicrons, unfortunately.
0: <clears throat> yeah, and probably live through life never getting a sandbox mode. Which man, that would be um. I sometimes think, you know, I don't I don't think CG ignores that request as, like, being malicious. I think they like the fact that, well, we want you to spend money on this stuff, and we want you to test it out in the field, not in a training room.
1: Well, and part of it, I mean, if we're talking from the business sense, right, um, if you're going to devote X amount of hours to a brand new game, mode, let's say you're going to devote the... The development team because they they have their development teams kind of split up into groups it's you know you have your character design you have your events team um if you're going to commit your events team to three months of work to set up the sandbox mode it better make money you're just paying these guys salary for three months and if it doesn't make money you just wasted three months of their time um exactly and and that's I think that's what a lot of people ignore, because a sandbox mode would be great, right? But there's going to be like a thousand people that use it, if even that many. It's everybody that's competitive will say, this mode is so cool, and use it daily. Then, other than that, what's going to happen is you're going to get the other 415,000 people that play this game... And they're going to be like, this is so cool when it comes out. And they're going to spend like 10 hours in it every day. And they're like, oh, look at this team. And look at this team. This is so cool. And then they're going to forget about it because they had their fun. And the sandbox mode will be used by 0.05% of the the population. And so I get what CG says because they don't even hide the fact. They're like, yeah, that's not going to make us money. And I kind of, I agree with them. I also don't want sandbox mode because then my my opponents get to test my defenses an unlimited amount of time before they fight it. Like In 3v3, I set CLS, Chupio, and Chewy because everybody's used to the one team, so I switched the team up because you can't use Bad Batch because you can't stun my CLS because of Chewy. And that team got like five holds throughout this season. Wow. If my opponents were able to test it, if, if you could test that team in a sandbox mode, I would have gotten a single hole. I guarantee you I wouldn't have. So I I want a sandbox mode so I can test, but I don't want my opponents to be to test. And that is quite the conundrum we have going on there.
0: No, that that's actually an interesting perspective. That's actually something I never thought of, that, you know, somebody can go to swigo.gg, see what I place and go, okay, so he places this here, places that there, this is how fast it is. Maybe I can configure it that way. All right, now I can be... No, that's, that, that make actually makes a lot of sense.
1: I mean, at least now in CG's perspective, when I go and test, and I did it on stream the one day, and I'm kind of angry at myself for doing this, but I tested... Well, I think I spent like 800 crystals on stream testing an arena. It was just put in a team, test, refresh, put in a team, test, refresh. Yep. But I mean... CG saw that and was like, "Why are we ever?"
0: Yeah, why would we make sandbox a sandbox mode? mode?
1: Why would we do that? The we got yeah. Spending 800 crystals right now. Yeah,
0: and you you probably weren't the only one that day.
1: Oh no, I guarantee you I wasn't.
0: No. Kane, what do you got?
2: So, I, I could I could get behind what you're saying. You know, I mean, I I do have I do have some experience with with the game development and how they do break they do break up the teams. And it does make sense. They're not going to do a sandbox mode if it's not going to make them money. The time that they put into it, if it's not going to come back to them, it was kind of a pointless endeavor for them because they added something to the game that is not going to pay the salaries. So the team that they devoted to it could have been working on something to help you know, bring in a new legend, bring in a new ship.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. That, and that's exactly it. And I get it. I get it from their perspective because I know, I mean, I'm not in development, but, um, you know, I, I recently had a situation where uh, my assistant, she's she's fantastic. She spent, uh, God, it had to be two and a half weeks working on a project for us. And then it all blew up and we made absolutely no money on it. And it was awful. Um, Oof. and you know, she she gets she's a salary employee. Like she doesn't she doesn't get anything uh, if we make money on it. But she sat there and she was so disappointed because she put so much work into this project and then we got nothing from it. And just now, imagine being that developer that you put three hours or three months of work into a thing and then get told, yeah, sorry, this is a, a, you know it, it's not going to be a very used game mode except for by the top one percent and a uh, fan why i wouldn't even want to work on that like that, legitimately oh i'm going to work on something that nobody wants okay,
0: yeah yeah that's cool yeah no i i totally agree with that no that that's no that was that's an interesting take on that um i do have uh, one f- uh final question then we'll uh, move on to the next topic so um solo i hit a brick wall uh, i got um i had to make a choice whether to go after Jabba or the Profundity. And after literally I think five minutes of thinking, that's all it took. Um, where I'm at in GAC and my roster needs, I, I need to go for the Profundity. I can't afford to fall back on another fleet. Um, seeing as how I don't, I don't know how many GAC matches I've been involved with where it comes down to fleets and you're just like, ah, shit. Well, I'm a fleet short and I didn't win. Right. So, but I've i did bring malgus to nine and that kind of hurt um i got radis to relic eight i gotta put hera up to relic five she's still only gear 12 and i gotta finish the outrider i'm not gonna i'm not gonna make the first the first event when it hits i've already accepted the fact i'm not gonna make it so i'm gonna have to wait till if they do it like they do with every other ship event which they probably will it'll be once a month um I think I'm okay with that because I think a lot of the profanities are going to appear are going to be in the very top end from 100 to 200 top players that are really going to be really coming out guns blazing with this thing.
1: Yeah, probably, probably. I mean, if you look at the executors as a history, I mean, it was what? On the first release, we had like 3,000, 4,000 people got it. Um, the bulk of them at the top of Hyver 1, and then probably a thousand of them like scattered at the various levels going down. Um, I think it's probably going to be the same. I've talked to a lot of people, even people in high-end guilds, that are like, yeah, you know, I'll get it in September when it comes out. Um, so I think that's probably what you say is probably the way
0: so for a lot of for a lot of people who would like be in my position, or because my account is um, about 9.3 million, so say somebody that's at the 7 million, 8 million, even even just at nine, you know they have their executor, but they're panicked that they're going to fall way behind if they don't get this ship now. Yeah. So would you say this is not a this is not a moment to start breaking open the wallet and going okay. home? To the little lady broke and then looking at your bank examiner going, what the fuck just happened?
1: Uh, no. I, I, no. Uh, we're gonna see a lot of people not get it. We're gonna see a lot of people get it at 4-star. And if you remember Executor at 4-star, it was not, <laughs> yeah, not yeah. the threat, um, that was once out there. Um, I do, you know, if you're in the top 1,000 and you're not getting it, you're probably in trouble. Um, if you're outside the top 1,000, I think you're going to be you're going to be quite all right, and maybe every once in a while run into somebody like there's going to be people that get it at every level. But I think if you're not if you're not competing at the top, you're just gonna every once in a while be like, well, okay.
0: <laughs> now, are you going for uh, profundity and or Java? Are you going for both?
1: I'm going for both. Going for both? I, yeah, I, I have Profundity. Well, I have to put the levels on uh, Relgate on Cassian, but I'm waiting for the title update to do that to save the Bronziums because they are a very precious resource. Um,
0: yes, they are.
1: Then after that, I have Han, Raid Han's the same for Java, where I have, I had him at 7 before this announcement. So I just i am waiting on the bronzium, uh Greedo is done. Gamguard is sitting at G12 right now, so I'm, not, I'm probably not going to get him to G13. My hope was to get him to G13 before the next announcement, but I think I think the next announcement's coming this week, so I'll be like a day or two behind that. But yeah, I'm on the full on full on Java train right now.
0: All right. Well, my my last question, then I'll turn it over uh, to Kane if he's got one more. But my last question is actually for Kane. Um, now that he's just started out, he's getting his feet wet, getting into tunes, doing this, doing a little bit of that. Um, how much should he pay attention to ships?
1: Oh, yes. Yes. Yes.
0: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. He's my, you Uh, cheeky fucker. I knew you were going to start laughing. (laughs) I knew it. Kane. Uh, I told you don't sleep on ships, brother.
1: Yeah, no, ships are... ships are the way, unfortunately. They're awful, but ships are the way. Um, It's... God, I I know so many people that focused on fleet when everybody else focused on ground, and... they won every GAC because their opponents couldn't clear their fleets. Um, So, ships... ships are, unfortunately, the way. But, the perk of it is, though, if you focus on the Conquest ships, like, not the Conquest, of course, save me, um, the, the the TV ships, the GET 2 oh. ships, if you fo- focus on Negotiator, you're going to get a badass Padme squad, and you're going to get a badass General Grievous squad. So look at it like you're focusing on the ground while you're actually focusing on ships.
0: Yeah, because a lot of, lot of ships, the uh, corresponding pilot, are good tones, are solid tones.
1: Right, right. Then, especially Galactic Republic. It's, once you start getting into the niche, uh, like the Rebel fleet with Biston, Biston actually has used it, but like Scarf Rebel Pathfinder, you're gearing him in his 600 Carbontius, and you're like, you, mother, you're not even a good character. God damn it.
0: <laughs> I know. I actually put him to Relics just for the ship, and I'm like,
1: God, why did yeah. I do
2: that? Yeah. I'm kind of glad that I'm, I've slept on that guy now. Uh, I was using him at the very beginning. Yeah. And, yeah, I just kind of put him on the back burner of my Rebels. Uh, my main focus for Rebels right now has been uh, Leia, Luke,
0: and uh Hera. Well, it just, yeah. it just sucks, especially for Rogue One, because, I mean, Solo, correct me if I'm wrong, but you're limited to two tanks, I think, right? It's either yeah. Baze or okay. Scarif Rebel Pathfinder.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, well, so
0: K2SO is... Oh, shit, that's right. K two. Yeah, that's right. K2SO. He, he's
1: actually a part of the Cassian uh, ship, so... He is. That's
0: right. That's
1: right. Ironically, the Cassian ship is the one that you don't need at relics because he comes off the bench, but... Yeah
0: yeah definitely yeah all right kane what else you got for him then we got uh yeah one more question then we're gonna uh move on in your in
2: your experiences running running gac
0: yep.
2: i eventually want to get there and I, i'm very very competitive whenever it comes to things like that Yep. uh when I first get there, what would be the advice to a new player that just hits
0: G A C
1: Oh man, when you first hit there, have fun. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's because it's it's going to be a completely different experience. Like part of the problem is if you watch a lot of the streamers right now, or anybody out there, like you can't do anything I can do. Uh, You you, you know, I've been playing this game for six years. I have the account that I can do basically anything I want. And that first one, you're going to put down a team, and you're going to be like, this team is crap on defense, but I need something on offense to clear, so I'm just going to put this crap team down. And then that crap team is going to get a hold. (laughs) So, don't, you know, for the first, like, two months, just have fun with it, because... then you'll kind of build your rhythm and you'll see okay, this was too much on defense, this was too much on offense. Um, but man, th- those first GACs you're gonna sit there and go, oh. you're gonna be like, that team got a hold, really? And it's not even a team. Um, so that, but from there, from there, uh, especially early on, you, you don't have a lot of people don't have swguh.gg for quite some time and so you can't really scout your opponents so it's, it's more about finding the balance between offense and defense and just making sure that you're comfortable with what you have because the biggest the biggest problem even i face like at my level is sometimes you just put that one team down on defense too much and you open up the board and you see what your opponent placed and you just sit there and you scratch your head and you're like Oh, crap! Yeah. <laughs> I'm not, yep. That's that's bad news bears right there. Yep. Um, so early on, very like when you first start, find your balance, and then you can just leave. This, before you people can start scouting you, you can just leave. Leave the same defense nine times in a row because they can't scout you and you can't scout them, and that'll really help you find what you like, what you don't like, and where you're going. Oh, yeah, I
0: appreciate it. Yep. All right, well, speaking of GAC, we are going to move on to good alcohol consumption, which is <laughs> my form of GAC. And we're going to do a quick recap. Uh, this past season of 3v3, I'm proud and happy to say I went 7-2. and two. And, folks, that's not because I'm good at what I do. That's because <laughs> I got a shitload of datacrons. And, um... Some of the best successes I had was the Mon Mothma Level 9 with the 25% TM and the riposte. That was That's dirty, folks. That, that's, a, that's a dirty Datacron right there. Um, my Malgus definitely got a couple of holds. I took a page out of Solo's book and did the Palp Mara LaShan Fallen. That got a hold. Um, so, yeah, I went... Um, I went seven and two. We're now staring down the barrel of five e five. I'm looking forward to seeing what scum and villainy Malgus can get into in five e five. Um, how did uh, how did you do in your uh, season of three v three solo?
1: <laughs> oh, I should have been six and three, but I was an idiot, so I was only five and four. Um, so this season I. Well, i finished the last season at ranked what 33 34 overall um, jesus christ <laughs> so i was up there i was playing with the big boys yep. um, and you know to compete with them you, you kind of got to be perfect um and so in the one battle that i lost i i was testing the hell out of arena and then apparently i uh jumped into gac and i, I went to check like the stats on somebody and apparently accidentally tested in GAC and then in arena when you're testing you have to back out of the fight so you don't hit the guy that changed his team for you that way you can still hit him Right. and so I backed out of the GAC battle and it just happened to be against the toughest team on the board oh and shit that, that I did not clear that night um, oh. <laughs> uh, but so I went 5-4 and, and honestly I should have I should have done better, but I was stupid. So, um, you know, what are you going to do? Then we'll climb back up this season in 5v5 and and suffer the same wrath next 3v3. You
0: know, a lot of people like 3v3. I keep hearing more and more that a lot of people hate it. Um, I'm not the biggest fan of it. Unfortunately, it's a necessary evil that CG put back into our lives that we have to embrace. Every other season now, that that is what they're doing now, right? It's now five v five, three v three, five v uh. For Christ's sake, uh oh, damn you, CG. I I, I prefer five v five. I really do. Kane, you don't know what you're missing, man. You gotta hurry up and get your ass into GAC, so you can like, like, join the madness of getting into a match with someone that you know you should beat and then you lose. And then you just want to head meet wall several times and just keep banging it, going, what the hell did I just do?
2: I mean, at, at any time, you you could always drop that bill and I'll be <laughs> at 85. Yeah,
0: yeah you know, uh, I was thinking more about your pocketbook. But, I mean, I I, I I like what you're trying to sell me. I'll just have to think on it. I mean, I mean, Christmas is coming ish so (laughs) i
2: just celebrated a birthday i mean
0: (laughs) that's you did you did my friend that's right you did (laughs) all right folks well real quick we're going to go into my favorite segment of the show i love doing this part overpriced beer and hot wings where i start talking to the consumer i'm going to go through the store and we're going to look at some of the shit cgs trying to sling to you and i'm going to (laughs) give you my honest take on whether or not this is a pass or a smash, and if you should uh, buy what they're selling, um, we've already yeah, gone through before, the. Uh, no, go ahead. Before, before, go ahead. So Sorry, but I'm not not trying to interrupt.
2: No, you're good, you're good. You're uh, good. I have a buddy that uh, I work with that just picked this game up. He's like level seven or eight now. Uh, of course, and so. I work with him, and he said he has a problem spending money on uh, mobile apps. So I told him my free-to-play pledge and i said that whenever we covered this segment i would give him a shout out so that way he would know to pay extra attention to this that way he doesn't go and do some miscellaneous spending so (laughs) glitch if uh if if you're listening bud this is where you have to pay attention don't spend money
1: and don't listen to me (laughs) well another reason yeah at all
0: well (laughs) another reason why i like to do this is because i don't know how many times i've seen it on discord or heard about it of somebody buying something, and not reading the goddamn pack, folks. Yeah, well, read it. <laughs> Go ahead, Solo.
1: That's that's the biggest thing. The the whole. Oh, I thought I was getting all of this, and we <laughs> just read the damn sidebar. <laughs> right?
0: It's like, folks, come on, man. In the state of the age we're in. You know, with how overpriced everything is now. Come on now. Read. Read it. Like the first one here. The Relic Superiority Bundle. Thirty nine ninety nine. And um I mean it it's got some signal data in there. It's got some pieces you could possibly use, but honestly, I feel like you're spending forty bucks on thirty impulse
1: detectors. Uh, that's exactly what that pack is. I think that's, that's what a- that is right there. That's you are paying, and yeah, you you are you are buying it for the impulse detectors, and that is, that is, it. And I'm, the zinbittles don't hurt. Um, but no, it, it's, no. It is a pack that saves you, what, two hundred and forty of the bayonets that get turned into the signal detectors. That's that's what that pack is. Yeah. So
0: I, I personally, I would I would I would I would pass on this. I. I think 40 bucks is, is a little much. Yeah, that is a lot of those bayonet things. But I, 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 I mean, if you're right there at the cusp of getting somebody to that, rel, that Relic 8 that you really want, I guess. But, I mean, if you're mid-game, I don't even think this is something you should even sweat. I, yeah. <laughs> Definitely um,
1: not a mid-game pack. No. Well no um i'm so bad at this Um, (laughs) because full disclosure i bought one of these um i i can see so it's incredibly great value if you don't have the impulse detectors and you want to get like profundity on the first release um that
0: makes sense that makes
1: sense it, it is other than that it this pack is just to save you a week of farming the bayonets but yeah, that's, that's all this pack is. Save you a week of farming the bayonets. Um, so, like I said, I'm I'm not I'm not a good one to ask about this. But at uh, the mid mid game, I would not I would not find this.
0: No oh, yeah, I would I would agree. Moving along, we've got the relic upgrade pack. Now, folks, prime example here. Read the shit. Read mm-hmm. the fine print before you put your Herbie Hancock on the contract. Prepare mm-hmm. for the next Grand Arena Championship with this relic upgrade pack. Each pack contains one card containing one of the following relic materials 50% chance to get 12 electrium conductors, 25% chance to get 10s in whatever the fuck they are cards, 15% chance to get 9 impulse detectors, 10% chance to get 6 arrow magnifiers. Purchase limit too, folks. You're not getting all this shit. You're not getting it. You're lucky if you actually make out on this deal. This is a hard pass all day.
1: You know what the problem with this pass is? Um you you're gonna get the arrow magnifiers, and if you're in a guild that completes the C Pit, that's the one thing you don't need. Yeah, It says 10% chance. I swear to God, it's higher than 10% chance, though. Really? Uh, I, yeah. I, and it, if your guild is finishing the Sea Pit, <laughs> you're going to get the Arrow Magnifiers and you're going to be pissed. Because like, I have I have 285 Arrow Magnifiers just sitting that I can't use right now. Um, so I'm not getting this pack. Just because I don't want to spend ten dollars to get something I will never use. Well,
0: uh, purchase is one thousand two hundred and fifty crystals.
1: Yeah. No. Yeah, it, it, it's essentially ten dollars if you
0: yeah. Look at
1: the. Uh, yeah.
0: Yeah. Yeah. the pack. At the the twenty-dollar pack is two what twenty-four hundred crystals? Yeah. yeah, yeah. But for. for... Man, even even for a mid game player, I would I would pass on that. That's I mean, again, it's that gambling mechanic. And I'm I'm not a fan of the gambling mechanic in yeah. in, in well, this store.
1: Yeah, I agree. And I I'm not getting that pack. But you know who that pack is for? This pack is for the guy like me that has, you know, what, forty characters at R eight and uh um, you don't you don't have electriums and bittles anymore you can't you can't convert anything
0: that's true like, yeah you're
1: just and you sit there and you're like huh i have a 75 percent chance to get something i need and then you don't and you go cry in the corner
0: yeah i'm i'm actually i'm 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 about to join you in that room because i'm sitting on i think Somewhere around 30 Relic 8s. And yeah, the, the crunch of... I'm starting to really feel it now. Of, yep. you know, back in the day when Relics first hit, we had thousands of this shit. And now it's like, where did it all go? Like, right. where did yep. where did six years go? It's all gone. It's all gone. Uh, another one. Zeta Upgrade Pack. Again... Read the fine print, folks. 50% chance to get four Zeta ability materials, three Omegas. 45% chance to get zix ability, uh, six Zetas, six Omegas. (laughs) And a staggering, staggering 5% chance to get ten Zetas, nine Omegas, four Omicrons. Now, I know people see Omicrons in the store and go, oh, shit. Um... That, that That's that's a 5% chance, folks, for $10, or 1,250 crystals. My opinion, that's a pass.
1: That is, God, that's, that's a horrible deal. Because if you get those Omegas, and of course, <laughs> uh, we have Kane sitting down there, and it's like, Omegas are, like, rare. How do I get one R- of those? Like, primo uh, currency. <laughs> but But god no don't 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 spend ten dollars on six
0: omegas or whatever it is no now these next ones are interesting there's one two three four five six seven eight of these and they're all for um let's see bronzium gear cargo yeah bronzium gear cargo one two all the way up to well there's four and then carbonite cargo 9.99 for a full piece um i i'm kind of on the fence
1: yeah
0: i mean i yeah. could i could see in a pinch you don't you know you're you're that close to getting that character unlocked or getting that character into into relics i mean i i guess i guess i could see it
2: but what's what's the likelihood that's the question
0: it's guaranteed no. It, it's it's a it, it's a
1: guaranteed full piece. Yeah, it's you a, get the full piece for ten dollars. Yep.
0: Yeah. Guaranteed it, full piece of gear.
1: I it that one's actually not a bad deal if you look at the cost it would take to farm that piece. Like how if you were to do fifty crystal refreshes to farm that piece, it's not a bad deal. It's one of those if you spend money and you need the piece, buy it. If you don't if you don't need the piece, leave it alone and forget it's in the store yeah that's and and that's if you're a spenderly like, it's not a necessary pack i actually i like that pack i don't know if i've ever bought one but if those are the packs that are, that are going to keep the game going for me at least it's at least it's a good deal and people get what they're paying for you know um so i don't like i said i, I don't think i've ever bought one but i don't I don't mind that pack, and I wouldn't feel bad if
0: I bought one. I just yeah, I, I, think a pa- I think a pack like that is really, you know, really situational. And for ten bucks, getting a full piece of gear, which potentially could take you two, three, maybe four, four days to complete if you don't have any of it. I mean, that's yeah. I I I if I was in a pinch, I'd probably buy one. So I would, yeah. Alright, that's a smash. We'll we'll go with that one. Um, Now, for Christ's sake, CG, we're back into the gambling nonsense. These Relic Amplifier packs. 500 crystals for 5 or 15. I just... Come on, man. You know, this shit... It's just this... You know, 33% chance to get 5. 30% chance to get 10. 20% chance to get 15. 15. 10 percent chance to get 20 and now again it's that gear crunch which i know everyone's still up in arms about but i've always been like well without a gear crunch we'd have everything maxed out and then cg wouldn't be making any money so it's like the game has to have a gear crunch it just it has to have one it's inevitable but these these gambling mechanic packs, I just I I have to I have to give a pass on each one. I just I don't, you know, when, when you earn your crystals, gambling just is not something that I <laughs> I don't want to spend my crystals on a chance. Yeah. And, uh, go go and,
1: ahead, solo. Go ahead. Yeah, the the worst one is that the erodium heat sinks, like that piece. If you just buy the mark. Three hollow projectors in the guild store every time. You will never need an erodium heat sink, and here it is. They're trying to sell it to you for 500. Like spend your guild card so you don't spend your money on that.
0: Yeah, please. yeah. <laughs> just that. That just that doesn't that makes those those make no sense to me.
1: Um,
2: yeah, I mean you got some of these guys that have sold their soul to Jesus and <laughs> I mean they they hit those rolls every single time they do. I, I don't know how. I've actually been, you know, in my research of the game, I've seen guys that hit like six in a row, the most unlikely gamble that yeah. you could possibly get. They sold their soul and they can do these things. Well, I'm not that lucky. yeah well, They would it, probably tell me system error a store crashed. We took your shit and you're not getting anything for it. Right. Yeah.
0: Well, right. like for instance, you know, uh, Black Kazakhstan, Sorry, I know he's Chrissan, but I call him Black Kazakhstan. And I I, I you know Mikey Blue Eyes from the uh, Good Morning Corbon podcast, I know that's your shit, but you said it to me one day and I liked it, so I'm going with it. Um I've hit in six years of playing this game, I've hit one three thirty once. And,
1: and that's that was much more than I have.
0: And that was the um, uh Chewy Three po when I, I wailed out on him. And the the sad thing was I was already at six star when I got it, Oh. and I was cool. like, "You son of a bitch!" Yeah.
1: So I've I've only ever wailed on one character, um, but I it, it, oh God, the old packs. Remember before they had Omicrons, the old packs would be like twenty bucks. You get the you get ten dollars worth of crystals yep. and you get thirty shards. Yep. And so I would buy that pack every time. I'd get the crystals and I'd immediately. Spend the crystals on the the old seven to three thirty pack, because um, conveniently it was just enough to hit that pack once. Yeah, it was. I have never, never. I, I've I've bought that pack for every single character that's been released, because I think those are actually decent value to to save you. A, what is it? Save you eleven days of farming. I'm like, yeah, okay, I can save spend ten dollars to save eleven days of farming, and I have never once hit the 330 pack um, on gambling on every single character. And the worst thing, God, the worst thing that happens is you have that guild mate that's like, guys, look at what I just did. And he shows the 330 picture and you sit there in the back of your head. like, I I could get that. that."
0: Right. (laughs) Right.
1: And then you don't, you don't do that. You can't do that. He did
0: that. No, I, 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 I did that. I did that once. I did that with, um, Uh, 3PO and Chewie. I pulled a Grand uh, Grand Admiral without putting on the the robe. And I kept hitting that button. And kept hitting that button. And, you know, I was getting your typical 7, 7, maybe a 10. And got him up a little past, uh, 6 stars. And then, bang, 330. And I just, I I just kind of looked at my screen and went, well... That figures. I could have used that a couple minutes ago. But... I got some extra shards in in the currency shop so i guess that's something but yeah that 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 stung that stung i was not a fan of that whatsoever all right what do we got next um some of these mod packs i don't think are bad um mod uh, the mod hall speed for 4.99 again it's chance i'm not if i want mods i'll just use the currency to grind them out. I don't feel like I need to buy mods. I mean you don't even know if you're gonna get you don't even know what secondaries you're looking at.
1: Yeah. Yep.
0: So now this next one, the Slicers Toolkit, 1499. I've bought that on a couple of occasions.
1: I've spent way too much money on these cool kits.
0: And well, <laughs> in in fact, the reason why the other one isn't there for nine ninety nine, to <laughs> give you the materials to put one to six dot, is because I already bought it. Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I, I buy the 15 one
0: way way too often. Uh, I just a lot of mods. Yeah, it's just oh man, when you when you get a, a mod up to a certain point, and that you know. It hits everything except the speed secondary. It just—it's really frustrating. Yeah. Um, energy pack, nine hundred energy for six hundred crystals. What is that all
1: about? Oh, so that's not meant for the average player. Uh, that is meant for the very top end. That's not farming anything uh i know many many people that currently have like 45,000 regular energy saved up and they will have java and his ultimate on day one and the way it works is you can't you you spend no energy um, no regular energy so you, you complete your 600 strictly through the cantina and then you save up all your regular mod energy and it doesn't let you buy refreshes after, what's it, for regular energy, I think it's 2,000 of the regular energy. From there, to save up more, you just collect your, you know, the free energy throughout That's the day. That's right,
0: yeah. Yep.
1: And then you can add as many through packs. So if you buy a pack, you get the energy. So... The Relic Cargo Pack, which we hasn't, haven't told, talked about yet, has 200 energy in it. So they, they'll buy those packs, they'll get their free energy, you save up the regular energy. I think you need, what, 27,000 of the regular energy to unlock the GL? So yeah. I think this pack, is, this pack is brilliant for those people. So it's like, oh, 600 crystals isn't that bad. Because remember, these are the people unlocking Java day one. So 600 like, crystals isn't that bad, and they're adding almost 1,000 energy that's that's who that pack is for and so if you're that person you're buying that pack if you're not that person
0: all right so for your for your average player somebody that's not unlock, unlocking a GL day 1 this doesn't really apply to somebody early game or mid game
1: no no it's i mean you're not going to it's technically it's technically a good deal if you were going to refresh six times or wait no it's eight times it's technically by like 50 energy or 100 energy a good deal but it's not actually a good deal so like there's value there but it's not something you should buy
0: all right okay well you'd mentioned the uh relic cargo completion pack so i'm gonna go on down to that there's only four hours left in this one for 1600 crystals and you get some uh let's see you get the cantina energy you get the uh rel- yeah no no that's wow i'm having like a brain <laughs> aneurysm at the at the moment that that the other energy that's used for mods right yeah yeah yeah, yeah. and then we've got 250k in crystals and then again five out of possible 15 in signal data, signal data and all the other Relic material. Now,
1: um, for 1600 I wouldn't get that. I did. I can't look at the pack because I already bought it. I can tell you I got 10 of everything, um, which I was quite all right with. <laughs> that's, uh, so I got that, and then I got the $10 pack, the Relic cargo pack that's next to it, or okay. right in the same vicinity. Um because I need, I need Electriums. I have, Electriums are like the bane of my existence right
0: now. Electriums. And which, which one are those?
1: It's the, it's the one that looks like a Danish.
0: <laughs> uh, no it's shit. It a, no shit. It actually, I never thought of that. It, it actually looks like a cheese fucking Danish. Yeah, it does. It
1: does. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Um, that, those are the bane of my existence right now.
0: They seem to be mine, too, because I own zero. That's great. All
1: yeah. Right. Yep. Yeah. So getting 10 of those... I mean, getting 10 of those is the equivalent of... What is it? It's uh, like one full piece of any of those left-side pieces. So if you would spend $10 on a full piece for the left-side piece, it's the same as getting... Uh, ten of the electriums in this
0: pack. Okay, that makes sense. Cause the the one piece I have a really hard time uh, with is the Zimbiddle card. I always, yep. I always seem to not need those goddamn things too. <laughs>
1: yep. Yep. And
0: then there's a whopper for four uh, four days, fourteen hours left for a hundred dollars, folks. One hundred dollars. The Superior Relic Toolkit Bundle um damn (laughs) solo have you bought this uh
1: no no a hundred dollars is a little a little rich for me
0: yeah uh 40 of the cheese danishes 30 of the Zimbiddle cards 50 of the erodium heat sinks 325 of the carbonite circuit boards, 270, yeah, that's 275 of the bronzium wiring, 100 chromium transistors, signal data is not, I mean, yeah, that's, man, that's, yeah, it's $100, but I mean, if if you look at it as $100, how many, how many characters are you really, how many relic levels are you really going to get out of that?
1: It's, it's a couple. I mean, it is... If you break it down, because I've done the math in my head to justify whether or not I can do it, and the answer is, it, it, the pack is too rich for my blood. But if you break down the value of it compared to buying each individual piece with crystals, there's good value. Like, it's a good value in terms of that. It's just not a, I have that money to spend <laughs> value for me. Right, um, yeah but it is actually it's actually a pretty good deal if you have the money yeah and that's that's the thing if you have no problem dropping a hundred dollars like that then it's a great deal it's it's better than buying a vault of crystals uh i just you know too rich for my blood yeah 100
0: bucks is 100 bucks uh it's it's you know that's that's the thing
1: and yet you're
2: pressuring me to mm. buy this damn hyperdrive bundle uh, for a hundred bucks
1: the hyperdrive bundle is different the hyperdrive bundle we did the god we did the value it's like i forget what it is now but isn't it the equivalent of like 900 to a thousand dollars worth of equipment and gear and stuff it's like it is stupid it is the be- it is one. 100- 100% by far the best deal in the game. Well, it says it, it, goes,
0: it shaves two years off your farm time, just about.
1: Yeah. It, it does. But if you're free to play, I will never.
0: No, never
1: I. That pressures you into buying. I will say it's the best deal in the game, hands down. Um, so if your friend Glitch is listening, here you go, bud. That's the best deal in the game. Um, but, but I, you know, I, I actually, the first two years of this game, I was mostly free to play like back in the day they had that that crystal deal whereas you got 50 crystals a day or i think it was 50 crystal, or was that 100 crystals I think it was 100 it was 100 for ten dollars yeah i did i did that pack every month um i spent no other money i spent i spent that every month um so it wasn't free to play but i also you know i wasn't buying packs i wasn't getting anything other than those crystals and I didn't let anyone bully me off that. So I just Staying give, yeah, brother.
0: I just give Kane shit because he's got better willpower than I do. It just, it's it's it's, <laughs> fru- it's, it's 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 frustrating to no end. You know, like just yesterday, I, I bought that that pack that gives me because I I'm I know I'm not getting uh, uh the profundity out of the gate, but I wanted to make sure Radis had all uh, six dot mods just to be done with it. And yep. that's that's why I bought it. All right, we're now going to go to the last part, closing time. Podcast questions and comments. Kane, my friend, I'm going to let you take this over. And we've got quite a few questions for Solo, so I'm going to let uh, I'm going to let you read them off this time, brother. Yes,
2: I. Uh... <clears throat> Let's see. So Darth Big Dog, he's been uh he's been with us since the beginning. Uh, hold on, don't forget, me. don't Go
0: forget Bodie. Bodie had a very interesting question. <laughs> on uh, a on a scale of uh, 1 to okay. 10. Okay.
2: All right, I will I will start with Bodie's. I will start with Bodie's. <laughs> uh Bodie, on a scale of 1 to 10, how much does evil suck?
1: I mean, Bodie knows the answer to this already. It's like a 15. <laughs> uh,
2: but no, Dark, Dark has been with us since the beginning. I'm actually surprised yep. he hadn't hopped in. He usually hops in every episode so he can catch us here on disc. Uh,
0: yeah, yeah. How,
2: how viable will JTR be post Ben Solo in the GAC for those of us who don't have Ray?
1: Oh my God. Um, so. For those of you that don't know, JTR has been like my little pet project for the longest time. Um, and I-, I would set Ray with like four tanks and keep a JTR team. And I could already kill everything with her. I mean, I was beating Darth Revan teams with her. Um, mm. In fact, when I played Zareth, I-, I beat his Darth Revan team with my JTR. Now, you have to be modded a certain way, you have to play it a certain way, and it still comes down to RNG sometimes, but... you add Swolo to this team, I... I... I have been tempted to use Swolo with JTR. I don't think I'm going to, because I have Ray, and the bonuses he gets with, with GL Ray is fantastic. But if you don't have... If you don't have GL Ray... That that JTR team is gonna do some nasty things. I don't know why yet. I have to play with it a little bit. But Ray already beat so much that 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 with Swolo, she's gonna. am gonna have fun. I'm gonna have fun. That's for sure.
2: Uh, then to end this
1: question. Uh, hold on. The, uh, the, after, hold on. After the Kane,
0: response. Kane, one second. The last part of his question was. Will Swallow be Star Killer helpful, or more of a Grand Inquisitor?
1: Oh, so if you have Ray, Swallow is going to be better than Star Killer, I think.
0: That's a bold. Um, that's a bold statement.
1: If if you don't have Ray, it's going to be better in Grand Inquisitor, though. I like I like Grand Inquisitor. I'm beating gas with Grand Inquisitor. Um, but he's. He's going. To, he's not going to be cat level. He's going to be better than dad bod. It's. <laughs> um, he's. He's going to be. I'd probably say he's mall. He's going to be mall level. He sounds very much mall level, where he can. He can do some fun things off of his team, but when you put him on his team, he's scary.
0: All right. Uh.
2: Common. Common Dollar posted a question. Uh, What single character have you unlocked would you wish to magically take to Relic 9? No resource drain, no questions asked. And why is it Jedi Consular?
1: (laughs) Um, Oh, man. This is not Jedi Consular, i tell you that. (laughs)
0: <laughs> i was about to i was about me, to ask why in god's name would you do
1: that if it cost me no no relics uh we're going to circle back to earlier in this podcast it would be it would probably be flow um and the reason for that is fleets yeah because flow at R7 or higher in a Galactic Republic fleet can beat this Executor Triple Attacker BS that everybody likes to set. So the problem is you you have to gear up Plopoon when you're you've got Profundity in front of you, you have Java in front of you, Uh, so I'm just, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get to it. But if it took me no resources, I would gladly take it and uh, then there wouldn't be a fleet that you could set on me. That would
0: scare me. Yeah, my blue Clone is only Relic Four. I, I saw the value of his ship and yeah. it's always one of those things that's kinda of sitting on the back stove and you just kinda of forget about it and yeah. You know.
1: Yeah. Yeah. He he will get there. He will get uh Relic Seven one day. I just cannot. I can't quite get.
2: Uh, Jar Jar McGoats, uh, Logan's Logan's favorite name. <laughs> Fair. I like that name, too. Don't even get uh, me started okay. on
0: Jar Jar entering this game. I might retire.
2: <laughs> uh, he has possible team comps with Swolo in the resistance field.
1: Oh, that's the, that's so hard. Um, I mean, the, the obvious answer is if you have Ray, it's going to be Ray the bros, and probably JTR. Um, maybe not, though, actually. Yeah, it very well, very easily could be Holdo there, because one of the problems with that is, Holdo, you stop uh, Jedi Master Luke from using E-Flux at the start. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but, I think the problem is, what do you do with R2? if you if you if you don't have ray it's going to be jtr swolo resistance bros and then b you can't you can't have bb8 anywhere but with jtr um so then what do you do with r2 the answer is probably if you if you have a sortie team sticker on sortie um but i think i think that's what it's going to be it's going to be rage will or jtr swolo bb8 and then bros um and then r2 who's the most one of the most useful tunes you have to find a home for him and it's so hard that's, it's that's it's that is so, always funny yeah he'll find a home but the question is where
0: yeah yeah i know he's uh, he's a great tune yeah
2: deli uh he actually posted four separate well <laughs> five separate questions for you yeah all right uh, Top three tunes you would or okay, well this is to all of us. Top three tunes you would each like to see in the game that are not already. Uh still we, we me and Logan, we covered this uh two two episodes ago. Yeah. Uh and Logan really, really hates my answer since I have actually wanted to see a new one. Uh, I really have and I, I don't even know if he's in the game. Uh
1: Cal
0: from Fallen oh, Order. Yeah.
1: Cal Kestis is a
0: good one. Yeah, yeah, Cal Kestis, absolutely.
1: Yeah, let's see. Who do I want in the game? Right now, the only one I really want in the game is a GL Leia. We need, we need a good Leia in the game.
0: We do, um, she, I agree.
1: She deserves it. Um, man, over the past years, they've, they've really brought in a bunch of the characters that I would want in the game. Like, for the longest time, we were saying, where's Aiden in the game? And then they released her. Yeah. Uh, and if I go into lore, uh, Eli Vanto, to pair with Thrawn, like give Thrawn a number two, and I think I think they could build a kit and a team around Thrawn if you bring Eli into the game. I'd enjoy that. Um, oh, feeling like it's got to be. Hmm. Who else?
0: Are you on the Hondo train? Everybody wants Hondo. Uh,
1: I love Hondo. The problem is, the the reason I love Hondo is kind of the reason that he, I don't want him on a team. Hondo is one of my favorite characters in the Clone Wars, and Rebels, actually. Uh, but he always is off doing his own thing. Like, how do you build that into a kit that helps a team? Yeah. Um, I would love, uh, love if they had voice acting I would, in this game, I would love Hondo in the game, though. Man, um, but no, so let's see. Princess Leia, Eli, and then, oh, the third one's so difficult. Because um, I'm sure I'm going to get off the stream and be like, what the hell? What the hell? Why did I not <laughs> say this person? That's Cal all Estus right. This is actually a really good one. I enjoyed the Fallen Order game. Absolutely. Yeah. So will go with Cal.
0: Yeah.
2: Yeah. Uh. Also asked, do you think CG will expand the length of sets of datacrons? If so, how long would you like to see
1: it? Yeah, I, I think they get. Ex- I think it's almost guaranteed that it's getting extended. from has dropped the hint way too many times for them to not extend the set, and I hope they do. Um,
0: yeah, I do too.
1: I I think I would be good extend each set last four months instead of three so you get two 3v3s you get two 5v5s i'm fine with only farming it the first month um i or farming it six weeks so you get uh, i don't know if you could do that logistically but um i think you need at least two of each to make it it. yeah two, two, you know two 5v5s two 3v3s because We've always said that the meta in a GAC season is nobody knows what's going on the first week. By week three, you figure it out, and then week four is when the meta establishes itself.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Right now, now, um, you don't get a week four for one of the 3v3 or 5v5. You have the three weeks to establish the meta, and you don't get the established meta. So I'd like to see at least two of each season. For the data crowns.
0: I think that makes that makes perfect sense too. You get it, you know. You get a three v three, like what you said, four months. I think that's, you know,
2: yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also says, uh, should there be lesser data crown levels for those without full relic teams, uh, i.e., level one two is G twelve plus, level three plus stays the same.
1: Yeah, I would love to see them add something for the people that like geos are the perfect example. Everybody has four row of geos and then a gear twelve Poggle. Um, <laughs> and, yeah, right. And so um, I would love to see them get away to use more of the datacrons because there's so many people I know that are like, man, I really want to use this. This is such a cool datacron. I can't get Five people to R five. Yeah, that's that's it's just not realistic. Um, I don't know what the solution would be. I think they do need to come up with a solution. I think the first part of it should be stats at level one and two apply to anyone on the team. I think that's and then the level three ability. I think. I mean. It doesn't affect me, but I think you should lower the level 3 ability. If you want to keep the level 9 at, you know, your character needs to be R7, the team needs to be R5, like, I'm kind of cool with that, because it's a lot of damn investment to go to get a level 9. It's it is. It is. Um, so, I, I do think you need to give a reward to the people that put in that investment, and you don't do that if you, you just let the people with the G11s come in and use the same thing. So, But I do think at the lower levels, everybody should be able to use it. And especially you look at like Lord Vader, that became the most OP character in the game with a level 3. <laughs> um, so level 3s have a lot of value. Let people use them.
2: Absolutely. Uh, and then, <clears throat> last, last question are you excited for swallow
1: yes 100 percent. i am so excited and part of it is out of spite for all the people ray was my first gl and so i've lived what now three years with people saying ray is bad gl when they're idiots um agreed i, I cannot wait i cannot wait for the day swolo drops and i'm putting swolo in my arena team and watch all the people cry um i i <laughs> and i know arena is dead for most people but not for me and so <laughs> i i am excited for that
2: uh jar jar post another question <clears throat> possible workarounds for the never dying pair with cat
1: and uh, we said it earlier of um, I bet CG is just killing themselves over this cat. They they
0: they really did. They really
1: are. Uh, we're starting we're starting to see the workarounds though, right? We're, we've started to see them. Like Persantin has to revive after Jabba takes a turn. Um, Swolo won't be able to be defeated. So we're starting to see those workarounds. I think. Probably the best workaround is you make a character that's faster than Cat and you give them cooldown reduction. That's you know, like Maul does it. Maul does it, but on that Lord Vader team with Maul, things things can get shaky once um, JMK <laughs> hits his ultimate. And but Maul is perfect, yeah. You hit her with the cooldown reduction. You do the AOE to get back to five stacks. His next turn, you hit her with the cooldown reduction. You just keep going back and forth like that. I think we're going to see a lot more of that uh, going around.
0: I feel like they tried to do that with Malgus because he has an ability for cooldown reduction. But he's just, the the team's just not fast enough.
1: Well, the, the problem is Jedi Master Kenobi stops turn meter game. Yeah. So to make them fast, it can't be a turn-meter ability like Bastila. Ba- like, regular Jedi Bastila lead can do it, because she gives 15% um, turn-meter under her lead. That's how that's how you use her to beat the Darth Revan teams, and probably, well, definitely Malgus and T.W. We'll see, we'll see about in GAC, but that's how you do it. And J.M.K. just says, Nope, I don't care about your silly turn-meter. It is negated. Um, so they, man, they've really, they've really backed themselves into a corner
0: on that one. They really, they really did. They really did. Uh, go ahead, Kane. I'm looking forward to this next question.
2: (laughs) So, uh, Steel, I posted another one, uh, have Datacrons affected how you farm mods? Is, is speed more or less, more or less important than before?
1: (laughs) They, uh... No, they have not affected how I farm mods at all. I still triple refresh my mod farm every single day, and some days I spend an extra hundred refresh on them. Um, here's the thing about the turnmeter data crowns, like the big, the big cry from Reddit, right, or other content creators, are data They gave 25% turnmeter completely negates all my speed mods, except for. When both people have 25% turn meter, the higher speed still wins. Yep. That's. So, congrats. Your CLS has 25% turn meter. My bad batch still goes before your CLS. Congratulations. What did did that Datacron get for you? Um, I. You know. I think Datacrons, though, they haven't changed how I farm mods. Um, And. I have very good mods, but there are people above me that just have stupid mods, uh, and I fight them a lot, so I will never stop farming said mods, because the people above me are farming them even harder. Uh, The one thing Datacrons did do is, if you focus on them, and if you actually put effort into them, they will help you punch up like when i finished 34th last season or i guess technically that was two seasons ago um it's 100 percent because of Data datacrons like i normally i sit around the top 100 um you know flare up to like 60 and then drop down to 100 and flare and drop and um i i i, sh- I can shut up and stayed up because I was top 50 for the entire season uh, because of Datacrons and because I put a focus into them, I think now people are starting to realize that. Yeah. Like the first set, first set, people were just so pissy about them um, without even knowing anything about them. So they just kind of ignored them. And I was like, well, oh, I'm not ignoring these. That's the, and, uh, yeah, and that's
0: the same thing I did. Like, every, you know, most, a lot, you know, a lot of content creators, a lot of people were in an uproar, these things suck, they're terrible for the game, and I'm going, well, shit, if you're not going to jump on this bag- bandwagon, I-, I sure as fuck am. Yeah,
1: yeah, hell yeah. Um, and the, the most annoying thing I hear now is, I don't care how this character does with Datacrons. I want to I wanna hear how he does with, without Datacrons, and here's the thing. You will never, you will never have a character that's not designed with Datacrons in mind. Ever again.
0: Nope.
1: Datacrons are here to stay. Every single character that's released is going to have Datacrons in mind, whether it's the, the bonus to the offense, or the bonus to health steal, or the bonus to armor you will never have a pure character again and so it doesn't matter what the grand inquisitor does without datacrons because we are now in set three um if you are at the top and i hear this a lot from people at the top which is why i'm focusing on it you are at the top and you don't care about grand inquisitor because of what he does without datacrons all you're doing is hurting yourself um because Grand inquisitor will always have a datacron he is the first and that is the first team designed with datacrons in mind and with datacrons they do filthy things in tw and in gac and if you are ignoring datacrons on them and saying he's a bad character because he can't do x y and z without datacrons all you're all you're doing is screwing yourself out of a team that's beating gas and beating jmk for the last two and a half months like you, you gotta focus on these data crimes. It's at
0: well, 2.0. They are here to stay. Don't don't ignore them. That's why I went. That's why I especially. I mean, I I I didn't go as heavy on set one as I did on set two. <clears throat> I still got, I think three or four level nines out of set one. But set two, I'm sitting on 11 plus 25 TMs. Yeah. So it's like yeah. I can place as many as I want on defense and most people that i've scouted have maybe two of those so i'm like okay well my jedi training ray and my resistance bros and this light side team they're all getting it so if you put one out of your three on defense i have a guaranteed way to deal with it
1: yeah absolutely 100 percent. if you focus on them you're gonna do well and and they're fun guys yeah the guys, the funny part is the guys in the top 20. Not only do they have the the 15 turn meter ones, they've gotten them all to level nine. And the one guy I faced this week, and I lost this match, big surprise. Uh, he rerolled each each data cron at the top 30 plus times, because he rerolled to get the abilities he wanted. It three, six, and nine. And then he re-rolled the stats, not just to get the stats that he wanted, because he didn't stop. If it showed physical damage at 11%, he's like, no, I'm going to re-roll that. I want the physical damage at 20%. Holy that's the shit. Um, and so, um, the, trust me, the, the guys at the top are spending a lot more money than me. Yeah, uh, yeah. They're they They're focusing on it, and if you're not focusing on it, you're just, you're just setting yourself up for failure.
0: Yeah, they're they're uh, they're spending big bucks, big time.
1: Yeah,
2: they yeah. have. Yes. That kind of answers the rest of the question. Uh, he says prevailing winds also spoke to speed, offense, and HP sets were the most important, or at least most commonly useful. Have data crunch changed the mod meta?
1: Wow. So that's the answer is yes and no. Um, I can tell you this week I have farmed nothing but speed and offense mods. Um, but I had a long conversation when I was in the TW war room um, prior to my most recent guild switch. We had a long conversation about modding because you know when you're at the top, we we have wide modding for your teams because you can't have a counter unless you all have similar mods um, and we had a long conversation about, if you're not modding to the Datacrons, again, you're only hurting yourself. And, like, this new set, set three, has that 400%, you get 400% of your defense turns into offense.
0: Oh, yeah, that's there's, right. There's, there's, there's
1: going to be defense mods that are mixed into my mod farm now. Because if you're not, if you're not, if you're just ignoring, like, the good ones, you're kind of hurting yourself. So... That it, it hasn't changed the base of what's good. Like, if you look at mod farming as a pyramid, like, the base is the speed, the offense, and the health. But you're going to have certain examples as you go up that pyramid of, maybe I should farm some defense for this Datacron. Yeah. Um, you know, so it hasn't changed the base, but, yeah, it probably wouldn't hurt because I can guarantee you there's going to be set in the future... It does something based on your base potency. And there's going to be a set in the future that does something based on your base crit uh, chance. So they, they, they've kind of tipped their hand. So I would diversify a little bit.
0: All right, yeah. Sound advice. Absolutely. What else so here, we got, Kate? Here's,
2: here, here's another one. Here's uh, another one. Darth Blue Eyes. No. And, uh, Good morning, Corobon Boys. I'm, I'm almost positive that uh, that both of you are going to love this one. Uh, what other first order clowns are we going to get?
0: <laughs> I think he's referring to the fact that um, Ray just got Swallow, a Lifter. Now everyone's speculating, well, what's Slicker going to get?
1: Yeah, I, I I would bet you good money that we don't get another Lifter unit this calendar year.
0: No shit, really.
1: Yep, yep. I'm telling you, and I've I said this on our podcast, man, this making Super Ray and then making Swallow is a direct, direct uh, consequence of you everybody did, ignoring Ray. You did say she this. Was, That's right. Yep. She was the first GL released. I mean, technically with Kylo, but the first GL set that came out, and she has the fifth least had of the six gls the like, only lord vader is less had than her um swallow came out i'm gonna use the word punish to punish the people that didn't go for her, but <laughs> really it's swallow came out to encourage people to go for ray and the funny part is she's not even that hard to get especially now that She's been out for so long that everybody's on the double farm cadence. Oh,
0: yeah, everyone's accelerated. Yeah.
1: Right. Um, she's really easy to get. She's, what, the least relics needed of any GL because she was the first? Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, so, and she has a damn fleet. It stopped people. Yeah. Uh, but so, and that that's why Swallow came out. Like what? They don't need to make Supreme Leader Kylo better. He... He is still hands down the number one GL you should go for at the beginning because he can 4-for-4 every day in Dark Side Territory battles. He can easily solo the Sith Raid. Um, He beats Lord Vader. He beats Sith Eternal, who... Sith Eternal is what most people rush at the beginning of the game. And Supreme Leader Kylo solos the damn. thing.
0: Oh, yeah, he does.
1: Um, So, and kylo can beat jedi master kenobi it's it's kind of rng so i I don't rely on that counter but he beats jedi master kenobi like there's no reason to lift up supreme leader kylo there's just no reason to do it anytime soon so i would bet good money that we don't see another lifter unit for probably nine months at least at least And we see another GL come out before the next lifter unit.
0: Yeah, because everyone's saying even though she had like, you know, two seconds of screen time was the Sith Ray.
1: I mean that would be a lot of fun. It I would love that in the game. It would. But but it, it's not. It's not happening. Not anytime soon. I all but guarantee it.
2: Uh so, Steel Eye dropped in there the question. If you could get rid of any one tune from the game, who and why?
1: Cat. And that hurts me to say because I <laughs> love Sophie. I mean, I've read the novels, I love her character. I would get rid of her so fast. I
0: totally but, understand why you say that, too. Right.
1: And I use her kit all the time, and it's a great kit. The problem is it's just so so strong you put her on any team and that team just gets elevated so high i would so i would get rid of cat and then pray that cg reintroduces that character just with a different type of kit. um if i can't get rid of cat it's it's night sister zombie and it's not even close there's nothing that makes me hate this game more than night sister zombie so that would be that would be option,
0: uh, especially the paper zombie. Yeah,
1: yeah, I I agree with CG that you should not be punished for leveling up a character, and that's exactly what happens with zombie. They tried, and you know they reworked her once, and now with the Lord Vader counter, it's better if you have a purple zombie. And I have an R5, and so I shouldn't be punished for actually putting gear. Kind of
0: character yeah same thing i think my night sister zombie is around that or relic five or relic six and yeah same thing
1: yeah
2: uh then he he also posted a question uh strictly for you solo
0: yeah two solo uh, yeah good.
2: all right yeah so i mean you you kind of answered this a little bit ago uh how have data changed the game at the top for you but uh, he goes on. Uh, how did it change your scouting, defense placement, et cetera, things like that?
1: Every I actually just had somebody uh, message me today that said, um, you know, do you have any fun tricks that I could set in five v five? And I my answer was no, because every single one of my defenses is going to be based around my data crowns. <laughs> if you don't have my data crown... <laughs> I can't give you a tip because my team is not going to do the same thing as your team does. So, um, every it, it, my defense placement is going to be, it may not look completely different. It's going to play 100% different because of the data grounds. Well, I mean, like,
0: for instance, I mean, like, in my GAC, there is not a team. I don't, I mean, I'm, I'm sitting on, like, 34, 35 of them. And there's not a team I don't pl- I don't place a Datacron on. Not one. I-, I place one on every team. And I still have enough left over to place one almost every time I go on offense. So, right. you know, scouting right. at this point is almost out the window because you don't know until the board opens up who's going to put... You know, other than the level nines, you have a general idea, you know? I mean, I happen to got have the um like for instance i have i'm looking it up i have the level nine grandmaster yoda but it's got the the stun and it's got a shitload of health steel and tenacity and the two buffs again five percent i usually put that on my gas even though it's for grandmaster yoda
1: yep
0: so yeah i think datacrons is, is really like tipped scouting on its head
1: yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. And, and you can see what annoys me a little bit is you can see somebody placed um, like JML, JKL, and Hoda. You have no clue. You have no clue what data Datacron they place. So if they place the JML one, it's kind of an easy fight. If they place the JKL bonus turn one, it's screwed. Yeah. Um, so I, I really don't scout. Based on datacrons anymore, it
0: it can change literally every round. Yeah, I have I have two of the Jedi Master Luke ones that are both different, but I do have the Jedi Knight Luke one, and that's so much fun. That datacron oh, yeah. is so much fun. <laughs> yeah.
2: <clears throat> uh, Jar Jar posted another one. Uh, and I mean both of you, both, both of you play Conquest. so I mean, this is kind of a shot at both of you. Uh, thoughts on Conquest feats? Are they feasible?
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: This is, for for somebody that has Kylo and Rey, Yeah. this is probably the easiest conquest they've had in a long
0: time. I, I was about to say that after, after, yeah, they threw the Purge ones in there. But if right. you have, like, out of my five Inquisitors, I mean, the Profundity and, and Malgus, really, I, I put my Inquisitors on the back burner. I don't have Grand Inquisitor yet he is on my radar yeah. but three out of my five inquisitors are in relics um even with those the the 300 purge feats in sector 2 those those 300 purge that's that's it's doable like
1: you can choose that
0: yeah i mean yeah. i honestly think yeah i th- if you have ray and kylo the, this conquest is is a home run
1: yeah oh yeah it's it's grindy. It's grindy AF. Well, I was going to grind for Datacrons anyway. So
0: exactly. I stopped,
1: I stopped complaining about the grind. Because yep. it, oh, you want me to do an attack 40 times thing? That's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm doing 60 battles a day. like Yeah, on,
0: the, I, yeah, on the treasure node. Yeah, too easy. Yeah. All day. Yeah.
2: Yep. Uh, Logan, um, uh, this is a question for you. So Ordell Robbie posted, now that we are relicking rebels for profundity, what relic levels and six-dot mods would we be aiming for on Biston and SRP?
0: Well, I just got done putting all six-dot mods on Admiral Raddus, because I just wanted that done and out of the way. Um, I've already accepted the hard truth that I'm not getting profundity this first go-around. That's okay. I'll live. I'm not going to wail for it. I feel like I can at least hold my rank in GAC without it. Um Bist, you know, that that's a tough question because we just don't know what is going to be the optimal optimal lineup for the profundity. At least that that's how I see it. I mean, Biston has a good ship. Um solo, correct me what SRP that's what what is that? What, for... He said for uh, Biston. for Biston and SRP.
1: Oh yeah. Well, oh Scarif because...
0: Rebel Pathfinder. Yep,
1: they're the same. Yeah, Scarif Rebel Pathfinder, the the tank that eats all your Carbontes and is. Oh, oh yeah,
0: that's uh that's running that's... the that's running the the Carbonti Gauntlet with that tune. That that guy was not fun. I still have nightmares from him. Um. Honestly, I I mean I wanted Radis to have six dot mods, but I mean. I think at this point, I'm going to start hoarding mod material to put mods to six dot until some people have the profundity and there's some testing and some video and some shit I can watch. And then I can kind of reevaluate and go, oh, damn. Okay. So this ship is really good in this fleet. And then I'll have the material to go bang, 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 bang. And then I'm done.
1: That is that is the smart way to do it, but you know they sell these fancy ten dollar uh, mod slicing pads.
0: Well, solo, you already know I buy those, so that's yeah, goddamn wallet. All right, Bodhi's got a new one.
2: All right. Yes, he does. Uh, so now now we've had the two ex- exhibition datacrons. How would you change datacrons for the better or the worse? <laughs>
1: Um, uh, well, like I said, I, I would extend them out a little bit so that you can actually learn them. Um, man, for the better, like, there's changes that I would want made that you know that they'll never do. Like, having to re-roll for the best ability, like, they're they're never going to change that because people spend stupid amounts of money on the re-roll materials. Um, yep. Uh, I would do though, God. The one thing that would make Data drones like a million times better is let me name the damn things.
0: Thank so I can you. Just name
1: it like Lord Vader. Yeah. Name it. You know, use this on gas, idiot. Like, let me name the damn things so that I can tell you, or so I can tell myself where they go, and I don't accidentally apply the one I wanted for Padme on defense, then go to use Padme hook. oh, huh. Apparently
0: I don't have that. <laughs> yeah, I, I'd have to agree with that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> All right. Next is
2: next is San Holo. Uh Solo has mentioned on the game podcast that he thinks each set should be live for six months. We we were touching on that a minute ago. Yep. Yeah. Uh, would CG have to cut the currency they currently give us, raise the costs to level? Or will it be a complete wash at the higher levels?
1: Yeah, I think if they activate it for six months, you farm it over two months, and you get half the materials. Like I, because I don't need more materials. I don't. I, you know, I, I want the sets to last longer. I don't need more. I, every time we have a TW right now, I have to sell Datacrons to be able to collect the awards.
0: <laughs> I do too. Um,
1: so... <laughs> I don't need more materials, and I know I'm the minority that spends, like, 50 and 100 refreshes in Conquest, but even the people I know that only do 50s in Conquest have, like, ridiculous amounts of materials. So I think if you're going to double the life of them, I think that you should, uh, you know, cut the materials in half and farm them over two months. realistically, like from a business perspective, obviously as a player, more materials is better, but realistically from a business perspective, I think they would, they would cut it and then double the time you have to farm it.
2: Bacon, you're, you're doing, you know, uh, data crons and stuff like that. What what do you think? You think will cut, cut the currency, raise the cost, or just would it be a wash at a higher level? If, if they, um, extended it, yeah, if 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 they were to set the make the sets live for like 6 months total.
0: I think they would have to. Um again, I'm I'm kind of in, you know, especially after um certain events in game, I'm I'm kind of where you know, solo is. I mean, I remember when we were going through the the conquest for um for Malgus, I was I was having to to sell datacrons. I mean, we were getting them left and right. Yeah. and you know, I I would have like 15 to 20 sometimes 25 active that I'm working on and I'd keep getting more and more and more and I'd be like oh shit, I gotta I gotta dismantle these things I gotta I gotta I gotta keep dismantling them and it's gonna be the same thing for set three because I'm I do the same thing I I keep grinding conquest till I stop when the crystal refresh hits 200 that's that's my limit that's where I go once it hits 200 oh well that I've run out of time today folks I'll see you tomorrow that's that's where I'm at
1: yeah and conveniently CG lined it up perfectly where conquest starts right around the time that I get my GAC season rewards thank so God both crystals those crystals are what go into the refreshes every day
0: oh yeah I just got that lovely little reward today and went
1: whoo yeah
0: that's that's all going to conquest yeah uh, we're
2: almost done with q a yep uh we got we got two left two left so Ritmik, uh new list new listener by the way i believe he's been in since last episode yeah uh when's the best time to dismantle a datacron that's about to expire yep. uh last day a week out what if they're being used for ga and tw never
1: never that's the answer yep um uh, CG will automatically dismantle them for you. What I imagine is going to happen, and I can't promise that it happens without a bug, but what I imagine is going to happen is the Set 1 expires on September 7th and you get a little message in your mailbox saying your Datacrons for Set 1 were dismantled. Here's the resources you get. So you you don't need to dismantle them at all. Unless... Now, if you're talking my is full. Which ones do I dismantle? The answer is the ones that you're not using. That's different.
0: Yeah. And for so those and of Kane's you that... What's that? Go ahead, Kane.
2: Uh I was asking you to say the same feeling?
0: Or? No, absolutely. Absolutely. Leave them alone. Don't touch them. Because you're supposed to get... You're, in theory, and from what they've said, you're supposed to get some kind of currency to go towards the next set with whatever is dismantled. Now, what I'm gonna say is, for you poor souls that hate datacrons, it's ruining the game, well, I'm shit. I'm sitting on four relic nines from set one and like 15 other active ones, so I'm hopefully, depending on what the currency transaction is gonna be, hopefully I'm gonna be sitting on a nice little nest egg of shit I can spend on the next set.
1: Yeah, if we have the current dismantle rates, when set four comes out, I'm going to be able to. I think I did the math. Have thirty level threes and a bunch of level sixes based off of all the dismantles. And that's amazing. That's and that's before conquest even starts. Yeah, and that that's amazing. So. Yeah.
0: Technically, you—I mean—you could, but you don't technically have to grind as much in Conquest as you normally right. would.
1: Well, so it, what's going to happen is right now I grind Sector One a lot to get all the, the level three materials. Yep. Starting with Sector Four, I can just ignore Sector One and only only grind Sector Four and Five.
0: That's true. Yep. Yep. Uh, yeah.
2: And then the uh, the last question of the night comes from Bodie. The most underrated team and most overrated team in the
1: GAC. The most overrated team is going to be Radis, not not the ship, the uh, Admiral Radis and the Rogue One, um, because I can promise you right now, nobody wants to read those kits and everybody is going to stick it on defense and. It's going to be for by bad batch for sixty five banners every single time. Ouch. Uh, and that's because nobody wants to use it. Um, so, the funny part is if you take if you take gratis on offense and you, if you have the Omicron on it, it's like a max banner, item killer. Uh, no matter what the lineup is. No
0: shit, really. Yeah.
1: Well, because it's got so much when Empire attack at a turn
0: That's abilities right.
1: On it that's that, right. That's all Iden does. And so, you can then use Radis to kill Iden, and then you can use your Bad Batch to kill Radis, And there you've taken out two teams. Um, so, I'm going most overrated is going to be Raddus, because we're going to see it on defense probably 12 times out of 12. Um, most underrated team, I am... Ironically, based on what I just said, is going to be Iden. Everybody looks at Iden. I, I you know, my, my, I used to have an alt before uh, the spring happened, and then I just got rid of it. I, and, I
0: remember the podcast when you yeah. said you got rid of yep. it. Yep.
1: God am I glad I did it. <laughs> um, but so I'm still in my alt guilds chat and I, I still talk to them and just today they were saying how the Iden Omicron isn't worth it and man we have supercharged CLS and your people still don't think the Iden Omicron is going to be good like and uh, so many of these 25% turn meter datacrons and Aiden takes a bonus turn and doesn't care about turn meter like She has got to be the most underrated team right now because you need a way to counter these 25% turn meter Omicrons, and Aiden doesn't care about that. No. So, Radis might destroy her if she's on defense. Everybody thinks she's a defense team. She's not. Everybody just picks her on defense. No. And she takes a bonus turn and can kill somebody before they take a turn. That is like the definition of offense. Yeah, I stopped
0: and, I stopped putting I stopped putting Iden on defense like two, two, two three yeah. seasons ago.
1: Yeah. She she is an offense team. And and like the um you know, you were talking about that level nine Mon Mothma. Aiden's just gonna feed on that. Alright, cool. You you have level nine Mon Mothma turn meter. I'm still gonna stun Kyle before he takes a turn. Yeah. There you
0: go, and that ends that argument.
1: Yep. So those are that's that's my underrated and overrated team. All
0: right, I have one last question. Then we're gonna wrap this up because um, uh, something you just said a few minutes ago oh, oh always got me thinking, especially you know after li- listening to you and Zareth on the Gambit podcast for so long, and I know you said you'd given up your your alt. I've always thought, and I. <laughs> yeah. I don't know how some people do it. I don't know how Zareth does it. How the hell do you guys have more like I there's times I'm I have just one account and I'm sitting on the couch and you know the lovely lady looks at me like, Have you watched any of the fucking movie we've been watching? And I'm like, What movie? Yeah. Like what, what I know what, that <laughs> Where where does the time for uh, two account where does that come from?
1: Yeah, that's so I don't, I don't sleep. Um, <laughs> no, it's, <laughs> that's, uh, and, you know, so before, before we had Datafrons, um in Conquest, like I said, I'm, right now, I'm, I'm in Sector 5, as we speak. That's like, I'm going to be done with my first pass-through in probably, what, I get the refreshes in 22 minutes, so I'm going to be done with my first pass-through in probably 52 minutes. Um, Jesus Christ. And so, I can just, I, I can do conquest on my alt, and, you know, do my main one week, do conquest on my alt the second week, and it's just like I had two weeks of conquest. Um, and then territory battles, oh God, territory battles were the, the hardest part on the alt. Uh, yeah. Because I am, I'm a perfectionist in this game. And so, my alt and my main were both 72 plus wave light side territory battle accounts, and those battles take time when you get to sector four. Uh, that's, uh, I mean, they, they're just long ass battles. Um, so that's that's I. I'm very glad I have freedom now, um, but. I do, I do miss the alt during GAC days. I, I'll, I'll admit that. I miss, I miss the alt. Um, but my my free time does not does not miss alt yeah. at all.
0: I know. Whenever I listen to you and Zareth, and Zareth starts talking about his alt, I'm just like, Jesus Christ, dude. Yeah,
1: <laughs> I mean, more power to him. Like oh my I, God.
0: Yeah, that that's I mean, That's that's incredible. That's incredible. Yeah. All right, Kane, do you have any uh closing thoughts, questions for Solo before we uh wrap this up and uh hit the rack for the evening? Uh
2: No, uh no questions. No questions. Uh I do have a statement though. Uh well, by all means. Solo, man, it it has been a really fun and cool button. Uh I for one, you know, being able to uh, be on a podcast and actually interact with a you know YouTuber and a Twitch Twitch streamer, I mean, like dude, this is like, I'm giddy right now. You know, I, I can't, uh, I'm I'm holding it together like the best I can, but uh, dude, I I cannot thank you enough for for coming on, and like this is one of those I got to uh, spend time with somebody that actually does what I've always wanted to do for a living.
1: Well hey, you're you're doing the podcast now, so wait two more years and somebody's gonna be saying that about you.
0: Well we hope. I'm, I'm, I'm well, hoping. We'll, we'll see yeah, what we're, happens. We're hoping. Yeah. We're hoping. Yeah.
2: But like I said, I'm I'm holding my excitement in, man. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, thank you.
0: No, again, uh, solo I'm gonna I'm gonna echo that as well. Again, I've I've been a big fan of the uh, of the po- of your podcast for a long time. I, I try to hop in when i can when you're doing gac i definitely watch uh some of the the replays because man i've i've my game has improved um from watching you and how you work and you're very you're very precise and like you said you're a perfectionist and i i think that's the way this game was meant to be played um taking yeah. everything into account and uh i yeah uh Kane and i can't thank you enough for Holy fucking dog shit! Two hours and fourteen <laughs> minutes of your time. <laughs> That's, uh,
1: well, I appreciate having me. I, I it's, you know, it's fun. I have fun talking about the game. It's,
0: it's, yeah, the yeah. And we play, it,
1: right? And it's,
0: that, it's... that was that was kind of the reason why I I started this. I I love talking about this game, and you know, it's it's fun to meet other members of this great community that we're in, and. Um, I also want to thank all of our listeners, and thank you all for putting in questions for for Solo and and picking his brain. You couldn't find you couldn't have found a better person to to ask questions to. So. And I will
2: touch I'll touch one more before we get off. Uh, you know you you guys have been playing for six years. I just started. Uh, it's really it's really cool to have people that have been doing this for so long. That uh, you know y'all y'all still care about the little guy uh you know a, a, a lot of times whenever I, you know i did I did competitions and stuff, all the guys that were there for you know years doing this before I showed up, it was ah deep new, new, noob. noob, noob. Yeah. that's all you ever caught. but you know you, you guys with experience have really like kind of welcomed new players. It's, it's really cool.
1: well, yeah, you know that's uh, that's like I said, that's why I started doing this. I mean started doing this as a way to help the guild learn and then it grew into well, if I can help the guild learn, I can help other people learn. Um, and that's, you know, what are, what are you doing if you're not giving back, right? Like, yeah, yeah. You, you get to claim that you're the best player in the game, congrats, but you've done nothing to help anyone else be a good player. Like that's, that's selfish. Um, so you know it's and the new players like it this isn't like other other types of games like this isn't you know a call of duty thing where like the noob just ruins your team right if the new players they're just there to be helped and they're not going to hurt you in any way like that's that's why I don't like those like first person shooter games it's it, it's very much like about me and I don't I don't like that I'd rather I'd rather help everybody it's it's why I like territory wars so much because it's a guild of 50 it's not just it's not just you doing what you're doing it's you have 50 teammates you're there to help everybody and you want everybody to be better um, that's that's how it should be with people help help people be better it's it's only going to help you because if, you, if you're just beating up on people you're not getting any better either that's
0: you know true no i absolutely agree and i think it's it's a lot of the younger players that find this game and get enthusiastic about it 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 keeps the game going it keeps the game yeah. alive and you know like you know i mean solo you and i are we're definitely not in the same boat in GAC fuck that i <laughs> won't even say that but we're 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 in the same boat of we have 6 years of our lives invested into a game that Every day we keep coming back. We keep picking up our phone and grinding our shit and doing our thing. And it's, it is. It's, it's fun. And I've met some really awesome people along the way. I've had the, the privilege of, of meeting you. And I've, I've met, um, I've met Ranger and I've met the guys from, uh, the Escape Podcast and the guys over at Good Morning Corribon. And I've just, I, I've and not just them, you know, guys in my guild. I know you were in our, you were in the guild I'm in, Rise of the Fallen, for a little bit. I've, I've met Northern, who's a damn good player. Northern borders a very.
1: Let, let's not let his head swell too much. All right. all right, all
0: right. <laughs> no, I tell them out of that all the time, especially when he's on your stream. He's like, "Oh," and I'm like, "Oh shit, Northern showed up."
1: You know, he 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 hit that top sixteen bracket. We can't we can't let his head get too big on this one we need to <laughs> knock him back down We're not going you know i know he wants to be a big rock star but
0: um you know <laughs> oh yeah all right folks well once again thank you for entering the old man's cantina it's been a blast once again thank you solo thank you kane and for all of you battling either the empire the separatists or just killing fucking Ewoks on the Western Front, good night and good luck.